Podlita. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm unsexualized. Hey, if you want to wear that top, it's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Hey, and welcome to Podleadum. That's Top Model Podcast, spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and we arrive in what turns out to be the fashion district. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and oh shit, we're going to get naked tomorrow. And I'm J.W. Crump, and we're relaunching CoverGirl.com. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our 100th episode! If you count all the interludes and the bonus episodes, which we do... <laughs> Celebrate good times. Come, come on. on! And come we, on. we have hit <laughs> over 100 ratings, which is also amazing. Yeah. You guys really turned out. Yeah, thank y'all for that. The best gift for 100 episodes was over 100 ratings. And what's nice is it's just a little over 100. So if one of those magically goes away because uh-huh. one of you is a jerk, it'll stay <laughs> over 100. It's a nice cushion. Yeah, we got a little cush. A little mm-hmm. cushion. All right. So speaking of cushion, you can help us with a financial cushion. <laughs> <laughs> These transitions are only going to get better. Someone's been practicing their segues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who normally doesn't have to do them. Um, you can sponsor us by going to anchor.fm slash podleadum. Again, that's anchor.fm FM, ooh, slash podleadum, all right? Just like Jessica did, another top model contestant name, our mm. second Jessica. Oh. Yeah, the Jessicas love their podleadum. Yeah. <laughs> we love them. And you can sponsor us for as little as 99 cents a month or at the $4.99 level. And there's other levels, but no one has done those yet. So those are the two levels (laughs) I'm going to talk about. (laughs) And also remember, none of this is going to be behind a paywall. It's just if you can do it, that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. It helps us. It helps us do things. So we have a full Twitter DM moment too. All right. I know this is fun. Someone, someone, someone noticed something that I don't think we noticed and recorded in <sighs> our episode. We might've, but either way, I love that this listener also did. Um, I was recently on an episode of We Stand Together talking about the Tyra show as well as Tyra Banks in general. And one of the co-hosts is now listening to Pod Lead him, Caitlin. Shout out, Caitlin. And also check out We Stand Together. It's a really fun show. They play a lot of fun games. And you know I love a game. <laughs> in episode two, they update Lisa's Tyron to say Jersey City, New Jersey. And I noticed it, but I did not say anything. On yeah. The I didn't notice it. So it was a full mistake. There, there, was, yes. there was not. <laughs> and so here's Caitlin's theory that Lisa, when, was, when she was asked where she was from, said like, New Jersey, New York, like a very like general. And someone was like, <laughs> oh, New Jersey, New York or Jersey, Jersey City. City, New York. Yeah. <laughs> I love that theory. I love I love some, like listeners bringing in their conspiracy theories. Just mm-hmm. bring them on. <laughs> I never have too many. We are, of course, talking today about Cycle 9, Episode 4, The Girls Go Bald. This is... I have the girl who goes bald. I got the girls go bald. Yeah, the girls go bald. Hmm. But nevertheless, it's a lie. What? <laughs> what is this in reference to? Tyra's panel photo? I, when it's the girl who goes bald, I'm assuming it's just about Bianca. It makes more sense. Right, but it's definitely on Hulu as the girls go bald. Oh. Well, which I'm is bizarre. Which again... 
we've had the most simplistic, obvious episode titles this cycle, and this is like a, a like a reference to like one specific mo. I don't know. This was weird. Also, that's already been. We already have an episode named this. We do. Yes. Previously on, the <laughs> girls got a taste of Miss J's bedside manner at the runway teach. Mm, Sarah mm. wanted it. Sarah <laughs> wanted it real bad. We get the most knockoff the OC music to start us off. <laughs> you get the most like this is LA sitcom music. Yeah, very indie guitar. Yeah, absolutely. We also discover about Lisa that she is by far the best mathematician we've had so far. Yes. On America's Next Top Model because she says 11. We started with 13. Already two cuts. I mean. Flawless. <laughs> Our standards are so low for math. <laughs> Did we clock how large that microwave was? Yes. That was for family-sized bagel bites. <laughs> I couldn't tell what appliance it was. Thank I you. Was I like, thought it was like a mini fridge that was in the sky. I was like, is that a washer and dryer? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> Can I tell y'all, one of my dreams, one of my dreams is to have a kitchen that has a washer dryer in it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That's, I, don't need like, a, I don't need a dishwasher. No, I, nobody needs a washer dryer. Mm, I do. Okay. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like y'all missed my point. I want every automatic appliance in the world. I want to go into my kitchen and just put things in things. Sure. Close them. And then. Fantasy. Hey, y'all. What's hard? Modeling. (laughs) (laughs) This conversation with Victoria is (laughs) the funniest thing to me. I just think I have a theory about Victoria. It's not that she necessarily wants to model. It's that I don't think she likes failing. Yes. I think she essentially says that. Yeah. Like, and she's just like kind of good at modeling, like naturally, but she's like now, well, I want to be a model, so I don't fail. I also think that Victoria is someone who is genuinely interested in learning about things that Victoria doesn't know about. Yeah. Because her later conclusions about the world of fashion make me believe this right now, basically. It's like, well, I'm here, might as well learn. She gives some lip service to this being a new dream, I think, because she just, like, wants to fit in with people and doesn't want to insult them. This is also a cycle of girls who want this in a way that is a little frightening sometimes. Mm. Because as soon as Victoria acts like she doesn't 100% want this as soon as she came out of the womb... They are not having it. Lisa doesn't have that. Chantal doesn't want that. Ambrielle is never going to have that. Like, they are, they want this career. What's strange, though, is they don't get on Heather's case about it. That's the one thing they don't get on Heather's case about. Yeah, interestingly enough. And I guess Heather's one of those contestants that, like, wants it enough. You know, is it questioning the want for it? (laughs) (laughs) But when Victoria said, I've never been a not try type of girl, I was like, it really locked her into place for me. I was like, yes, I see you. I get it. Absolutely. I see it all. I also, besides this being a won't it cycle, this is a cycle of babblers. <laughs> oh. These contestants just sit around and talk nothing all the time. Janet just says, "If you, speaking of top bottle math, Anna, speaking <laughs> of top bottle math, <laughs> Janet says, if you just avoid the bottom two, then you make it to the top. Well... <laughs> Well, yeah, Janet. <laughs> I guess so. This cycle is also the editors have made are making sure this cycle that we get 
a three-act play because <laughs> you know what guys Salisha will never be in the bottom two do you hear the words that she mark her words it will never happen though the sun doth rise and the moon doth set <laughs> <laughs> it is very much that we show the gun in the first act so by act three that gun is going to be fired uh-huh. <laughs> this was a very off-putting moment for Salisha I felt like, does she not know how jokes work? That's the thing, is that, like, the wording of the joke is fine. Salisha yeah. doesn't have the delivery down yet, so it comes across just full attitude, while Janet's just busy as Janet do cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've discussed, Salisha either is too casual or too intense and has yeah. not found the happy middle ground. You know what? That is a perfect way to put it. She <laughs> is just full opening credits. Or or standing on the bed yelling. There is nothing in between. Tyra Mail. Like a butterfly, a true top model must be willing to undergo a little metamorphosis. Instantly figure it out. Scream their heads off. I'll be a real nerd. The butterfly doesn't go through the metamorphosis. The caterpillar does. <laughs> it's a point. Thank you. Thank you. Was there, did the Tyra Mail not know how to spell pupa? I don't. <laughs> I did enjoy the moment of Chantal kissing her ponytail just in case. Oh. <laughs> I think Chantal is like so, so aware that she's probably going to get a drastic makeover, which is so funny considering the conclusion of what happens to Chantal. But I think Chantal is like, shave me bald. I don't care. I'll be the girl who goes bald. I don't mind. Chantal, again, all the talking heads are very much like, I need this, Tyra. Chantal wants it. <laughs> yeah. This roof height. <laughs> <laughs> that I assume they're just in because it's hot and they want to be in the shade. But this roof height made me uncomfortable, y'all, in a way that made me fear I have a new phobia. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Miss J and Tyra at the salon are so close to touching th- this awning the whole time. Well, so at the Ken Pavis salon, who we all know is super famous for his collaboration with Jessica Simpson and Clip and Extension. We did not know that, but we've seen his wig work. Mm. I understand. (laughs) This salon, I just wrote, is questionable all around. It's this weird arboretum (laughs) that has trellises and hanging plants. And I don't know if I want that in my face when I'm getting a haircut. It also doesn't seem very clean. It's the green cycle. They had to go to the salon sure. with the most greenery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say it right now. There's This is, I think, the worst collective makeovers that we've seen. <laughs> I'm just going to set that opinion out right now Especially before we get into them. towards the women of color. Yes. It has to yes. be said. So, toot. Lee. <laughs> it's for sure the worst way we've introduced makeovers. And that includes the spiral Final Fantasy X summons of Cycle, I believe it was seven. It does which... feel like that's where all the money went, though. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Here, here, uh, there's a part of me who loves it just because this is the right amount of nonsense for Top Model, especially because now the descriptions of the... <laughs> of the makeovers are even funnier but before we get into there if they got a description (laughs) well exactly exactly oh i can't wait so i now am helping alexander in my heart with skull watch Uh and we have skull (laughs) infection code orange with miss j that skull 
was bigger than a T-Rex dinosaur skull would be. It was and huge. Mr. J, it's a subtle skull, but it's there. You it can was. see the eyes. Gray on gray sparkle. Gray on gray sparkle skull. I cannot be the only one that made an audible oh, when Tyra came on in her Project Runway Create Your Own Print and Unconventional Materials <laughs> Challenge top. Oh, my God. It is so the Create Your Own Print Challenge. And then getting slightly ahead of myself, but apparently Mr. J walked into a fedora trap at some <gasps> point in the middle of this makeover. It's Ken Pavis's, I bet. He just picked <laughs> it right up. So let's, so let's set up. Let's set up. Because we have, we've, we've learned that we have some listeners that listen to our episodes without watching the show, which is <laughs> fabulous to me. They bring out a big portrait-angled screen. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do is put a picture up of the girl. Where'd this picture come from? Couldn't tell you. And that picture is going to morph Ugh. into the new look that Tyra has chosen for them. Mighty Muffin Tyra Models. <laughs> It is so, like, what a Snapchat filter is. Yes. Like, when it's just, like, the hair. <laughs> like, the early ones that were just cutouts that would, like, kind of frame your face. That's all this reminded me of. I wanted one person to be just, like, the puppy tongue and eyeballs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so MS Paint to me, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what's so funny is I think we literally get an MS Paint moment in a future cycle. Probably. But yeah. It's I think because the images that they were pulling from were so teeny tiny and then they grew them on this large screen and you saw every pixel. Yeah, it made all of the makeovers look so unnatural because it was like a high-ish quality image on top of a really low-res image. <laughs> Did anyone else feel that they also like occasionally would like brighten the eyes of the consistent actor. I'm telling y'all, it's a filter. The whole thing is a filter. (laughs) Okay, let's get into these. The first one is um, Ambrielle, who, here's the full description, because now that it's a visual, sometimes the description is absolutely nothing. (laughs) Ambrielle is getting almost no hair, which is not wrong. Sure. Yeah. And saying it right now, one of the worst makeovers. It's Let's not keep going. Good. Let's keep going. This is what Bianca looks like now. This is what Bianca is going to look like after long gold blonde-ish weave. <laughs> Who knows what color of yellow this weave has got to be? Tyra does it. Well, no. It's like the color of her weave right now. It's purple. It's pink. It's red. <laughs> I would love if they actually had just adjusted the color of the purple and it's oh done God. nothing else. It's like, now it's blue. What? Great. <laughs> now that's fashion. Next we have Sarah, who only gets a picture and no description. It literally, the only word that's um, out of their mouth is this. <laughs> <laughs> this. Also, this picture is full yes i thought it was justin bieber oh it's it's not that not that it's not oh my gosh it's so funny too because sarah has one of the most positive reactions to her makeover and i was like sarah you didn't need to (laughs) thanks for playing the game but we didn't need this victoria is getting quote the edge that you deserve which apparently means we move her hair (laughs) to the front We're going to take out that side braid and we're going to comb your hair. Oh, interesting. I never thought about that. Starts Tyra's conspiracy theory about Victoria, where she suddenly becomes very suspicious of Victoria (laughs) saying that she's never modeled before. 
Uh-huh. I don't know where this is coming from. Twiggy. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I was about to say, it's a Serena de Bergerac situation where Twiggy is in the, like, the bushes and she's, <laughs> and she's like just telling her what to say about Victoria. But again, it's this whole like creation of this character for Victoria that we don't see evidence of. I will say, I love Victoria during this whole thing. She's like, what is going on? When Tyra says that, yeah. she's like, huh? She, she, it's full Tatiana levels of like, I don't care who sees how I'm acting. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I will say this. I want both of you. This is my greatest wish for both of you. I want you to get the edge that you deserve. Thank you. You're welcome. So sweet. Chantal, let me show you what we're going to do. You're going to get a bang. But you're not just going to get a bang. You're going to get a weave. Just the one. Just the one bang. Just one bang. <laughs> She's just one part of the Jesse J, Ariana Grande, and Nicki Minaj song, Bang, Bang, Bang. She's just bang. <laughs> Lisa doesn't get any description, but it's literally Sarah's. Like the picture. It's <laughs> the other way. It's Sarah, but the other side. Also, not the makeover she ends up getting. Not at all. Because when they thought of this makeover, they didn't take into account Lisa's hair. Texture? I think they just thought they were going to give everybody wigs at a certain point. I don't know. It, th- this was the weirdest I mean. I've never, we have yet to have a makeover that is so obvious and the pictures are what make this worse because we have this visual reference for it because a lot of times you can get away with like we're gonna do blah blah it's like vague words so anything seems correct but like this is just not what lisa gets at all no jenna very big next 10 million steps level very soft ethereal blonde hair so many descriptors why did Je- Jenna got all the Jenna descriptors no one else got? Pretty big lips that walked into casting. <laughs> lips be walking. And also she does. This is kind of anyone's first mention of it though, because Jenna is very much an eye girl. She's mm. all about her yeah. eyes. I'm not saying she doesn't have other features, but like the <laughs> lips are what you want to to emphasize here. Uh, Janet. Beautiful pictures. But in person, this girl doesn't look like a model. Janet, you're right. But this is something that will make you look like a model in person. And here it is. I love the way that Janet always sharply, quickly, succinctly answers anything that Tyra says. And that continues all the way through until her final episode where she's always like, yeah, yep, that's right. Good, Tyra. Like it's so... (laughs) And she's getting tiny hair. jet black, it looks like. Yeah, that is what it looks like. Yeah, like... From a box. Like, this is what I would look like if I tried to, like, dye my hair black. Yes! Hey, guess what? We haven't made Ebony feel bad about herself yet today, so... (laughs) Ebony, I see you back there having a good time. Let's ruin it. (laughs) Ebony, maybe this middle part long hair a la Naomi Campbell will give you some confidence. Also, it is clearly the Tiffany Cycle 4 makeover, always and forever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right? You don't even have to mention Naomi Campbell anymore, Tyra. We know you don't want to. <laughs> we also learned something that we did not know before, which Tyra's been talking to the hair people, and apparently there's rubber cement up in her yeah, wig. Yeah, this becomes in, in just her a little bit. We needed... This was actually a trigger warning for the audience that Tyra needed to relay. <laughs> we didn't know. We that, that's didn't what I know. mean. Like that's why we actually needed this content warning because oh yeah. Normally this would have we would have found this out during casting, but we were too busy bringing up every trauma that Ebony's ever been through. So yeah, 
Right. Y'all, I hope you can answer this question for me. What can save a commercial girl? <laughs> Louise Brooks. Louise Brooks can save a commercial girl, Salisha. This infuriated me because it is not a Louise Brooks haircut. At all. At all. We even give a girl a Louise Brooks makeover in cycle 16 with plain Jane or whatever her name was. That is a that is yes. tiny this, source Bob. Oh, my is a fashion bowl cut. Yes. Fully. Mushroom kingdom realness. There are so many. Like, Salisha in the, like, top model fandom gets so many nicknames because of this haircut. This haircut <laughs> is cursed. A lot of people call her Tootie from the Facts of Life, which mm-hmm. I... Let's respect Kim Fields, though. But that being said, sure. as a Facts of Life super it is that fan, hair. it's not not that haircut <laughs> in the early seasons. This is also what bothers me about this whole situation. When she says the Louise Brooks cut, it's 80 yard. So we double down on this stupid comparison that and is I'll not say real. I'll this too. Salisha, no matter how you feel about her, has one of the better haircuts. Salisha has figured out her look. They just mm. need to take some weight out of it. Exactly. Like, zhuzh it up. But you can also, I'm going to call bullshit on the show because normally when you have a reference like this, that I'm going to say, most people wouldn't necessarily get right away. They show a picture and they don't do that here because it won't match. Absolutely. Which is so funny because they are showing a picture of Salisha with this <laughs> idea. Heather, we're hardly changing your hair. This is an ADR nightmare. Who knows what they actually said to Heather? Oh they, what I loved was, as you can see, we're hardly changing your hair. And I'm like, on these low-res like, fucking pictures, you can't tell what's happening to like, nothing. Slightly lighter strip in the front. She's going to get an and chunky highlight in the front? But they're like, we're going to put more chestnut brown hair in it. And here's the thing. Heather already does have a great look, and she loves her hair, and she's got good, healthy hair, and it's like, great, whatever. Yeah. It just needs a trim. Yeah, exactly. And then Tyra disappears oh tyra doesn't even pretend to stick around for these anymore she's just like flits away now i will say bianca thinks she's going platinum which is not at all did she say close. platinum she did yes oh that's ve- that's white right essentially yes um, none of these girls know what blonde is <laughs> because victoria also says that she is now blonde and she is not honey <laughs> She's honey, maybe. Oh my god, that's like one of the funniest things I've ever heard. None of these girls, it's so true. None of them know what blonde are. And even Sarah invokes this by being like, now, I thought I was going to look like my mom, but she's not blonde. I'm like, Sarah, that's not, <laughs> Sarah, that's not what makes you not look like a mommy here. I do love Bianca coming for this makeover already. Oh yeah. Like, I'm going to look like a streetwalker. First of all, I, mean, I love the I love the word streetwalker. I don't know if it's problematic. I don't care. I think it's one of the funniest words that we use because I always just imagine someone constantly walking, <laughs> like <laughs> like like a sex worker that's just on the go, power walking <laughs> business. <laughs> uh, did anyone else see the trash can full of hair? <laughs> I did not. That was just overflowing. That's- the medical weave, the medical wig can. It didn't seem like anything had happened yet, so it just seemed like they didn't take out the trash from the night before. <laughs> oh, 
maybe the face was filming at the same time and they this was just the salon for all of these things janet has this cute moment where she puts up to her head all these little like the hair color sampler i wish that was i wish that was janet's makeup or was just little swatches of every (laughs) color because there's one bright red one and as if invoking kayla in the future so it was very weird too that we don't get introduced i was like is Ken Pavis not doing these makeovers? Is Christian Mark doing these makeovers? And then Ken Pavis just like pops in and is like, hello. Yeah, he must have not been there or something. He's like, I'm not going to talk to them. I don't need he that. He wants to see girls cry, We though. get a lot more of Dawn Patton. <gasps> yes, who I loved. I love Dawn Patton as well. Uh, she did not seem adequately prepared. No, because she's always no. at a moderate level of concern about what they're asking her to do. Yeah, she's realistic about what hair can do. Yeah, you can see her both in the background and in the foreground of the show's narrative having real conversations about this. This is when we really needed a trigger warning for this episode. Yep. Because as they remove Ebony's hair, <laughs> it's pulling at her skin. And even Dawn was like, I needed a trigger warning before this. This is looks so painful. and like who even knows if they have any adequate tools to try to dissolve this glue it just looked like they were pulling on it and like snipping they put some sort of like liquid on it but i assume maybe it's just alcohol or something like that you don't have glue dissolver in a hair salon Uh i just i just ooh. you know what i also needed a trigger warning for i need a trigger warning for the post makeover shoot theme, <gasps> specifically Victoria's lime green fabric <laughs> bikini. When did the silver bikinis happen? Who? That happened on the boat. Uh, it, it's so funny because you know those aren't the makeover shots because they still have their thing, their regular haircuts, their previous haircuts in the opening credits. But also, you would you would think in your mind they put the silver on them. They film this intro, and then they get into their makeovers. And it's like a wham-bam for both of them. I usually love the themes of the post-makeover. This is oogly when you put all these rainbow colors together. They're all so bright. And loosey-goosey. like Skittles high fashion. It is. And sometimes they do not match the proper color to the proper woman. Absolutely not. No. (laughs) I will say that Victoria has found her signature pose. Hands coming from wherever. (laughs) She is Marjorie. Yeah, she's getting that. And again, it's not a bad picture. And you could even argue that's going to be her signature thing, blah, blah, blah. But I just love that Victoria's analytical mind is like, I was told this worked and I am doing it again. Ebony also, to go back to Ebony, puts up with this shit day (gasps) with so much poise. And at one point she's just like, I love my wig and she just took it off and now I feel lonely and sad. And I'm just... <laughs> oh. Oh. I love this so much better than Monique did from or just a couple cycles anyone, ago. Because Ebony's not actually like complaining to anyone but the talking head producers, which is kind of what you want. And kind of Mr. J a little bit. Well, but also I think people are or like... Miss J. Yeah, exactly. It's Miss J. And I think it's one of those things where like Miss J is doing their damnedest to try to cheer up some of these girls <laughs> and absolutely no one is taking that humor bait. Nope. No. And it, it becomes real painful. Miss J becomes full 
open mic night realness with everyone <laughs> in the audience like just eating their chicken tenders and not caring about what is happening. The room has not been red. We came to this Atomic Wings and we did not expect to stand up. <laughs> then we get to... So we've heard already that Tyra has talked to onset stylists and they've told her about Ebony. And yet when it comes time to take care of Bianca's hair, apparently <laughs> nobody has looked at Bianca's head before. And what's so funny is we've talked about her hair so much. So much. But they look at it and they're like, we can't do any of the things we said we were going to do. Yeah. We can't bleach it. If we bleach it, it'll break. It'll fall off in the sink. I'm going to say this right now. Dawn Patton said this. Yes. We don't see her literally say this. I think she took a look, went over to Mr. J and was like, hey, newsflash, this is not going to happen. For sure. Yeah. And because they even say afterwards... Don, you can start your treatment after that. And I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. Starting a treatment. So they, they tell her they're going to cut most of it off and then we'll see. <laughs> Great. I feel like I'm in the hands of experts. This is all so funny, too, because we're not even getting to one of the more bizarre things. But after all of this, like down the road, it's one of the better makeovers. And <laughs> I, just, Truly. I just wish they had planned for this. Because if they had came in and they were like, hey. We don't like this purple. We've expressed that. Your hair has breakage. We think with your bone structure, you would look great bald. Done. Like, uh, Bianca would shed a couple, as Miss J says, tear droplets. Model tear droplets. But, uh, by the way, one of my favorite moments that's so quick is that Miss J is doing this. I know you're what you're going to say, too. (laughs) Miss J is doing the bad open mic night and saying... Uh, we need some Kleenex over here, some Kleenex, model teardrops, we got to catch them. At the very end, there's this one assistant who's like, here. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get that it's a bit. It's so- you can see him, hear it the first time, and he's like, oh, uh, here. It's, this, it's actually this blonde woman who's just like, nah, here you go. <laughs> can I, two Janet things, two Janet things. First of all, her post-makeover shot is my official sexuality now. <laughs> Please sure. respect that. Um, because it's one of the only ones that works. Yeah. And yeah. also, she says to, I think it's Ambriel that she looks like a hot ticket boy now. Uh, what the ever-living fuck is a hot <laughs> ticket boy? Am I a hot ticket boy? <laughs> I, I look like a hot ticket boy. I, I stand in front of the theaters and give tickets. So who, I thought she was saying it to Ambriel. Was she saying it about her own? I don't know. They have the same hair, though. That's, That's true. That's more the matter. point she was making. I guess they both look like hot ticket boys. <laughs> it's just so, such a weird, I've never heard that. I and love you, it. And if you try to Google search that, you get absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely nothing about it. Put that safe search on. Oh, yeah, right. But you don't, because it gets you nothing. It just is like, Ticketmaster says this is the hot ticket. <laughs> Boy. It, Boy. Feels, it feels like a cigarette girl, like a, yes. like equivalent to. Which Janet and Ambriel don't not have that look. No. Put a little, yeah, put a little pillbox hat moment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lisa doesn't get what's promised to her. I hate this. They did, once again, did not take into account her actual hair. When they came up with this makeover. The only reason that Lisa's hair is naturally like straighter is because there's weight Uh to it. When they got rid of it, it just was like little poodle wet curls. I do love it. She looks like a little poodle. 
Yeah, I love that this episode was not shy about leaving in the models' heavy criticisms about their makeovers. Yeah. Because so few people... I would say this. For all the rigmarole that we did, Ebony has one of the better post-makeover looks. Mm, yeah. I. This is what I don't like about Ebony. Oh, hair. really? There is a weird... And this is true for a lot of these girls. There is a weird separation between the lengths of the hair that is not blended. Oh, so she has this like tiny so wig. many of these girls. Yeah. She has like a tiny wig on top of her hair. Mm, interesting. I just I don't think I have a keen enough eye to have noticed. Maybe. I was so distracted by Jenna, who actually becomes platinum blonde. I was so <clears> distracted by the color that I didn't even notice until later that her hair is two distinct lengths. Yeah. And Jenna. one is like a hat of hair sitting on top of the rest of her hair. <laughs> For all of the drama that so many other women go through. Jenna is our post makeover super fail. It just, Ugh. it just, I like the color conceptually. And it should also just be easy. It's like big platinum blonde hair. How did you do this and why? Jenna does say afterwards that the hair is not as edgy as she is anymore. And I'm like, was your hair edgy before? You had. <laughs> The most average of hair. Brown ass oh, yeah. hair. Brown medium length hair was not the last word in edgy. <laughs> Bianca gets a new tie over and gets a medical wig. Man. AKA hair prescription. Man, Mr. J tries to pitch this so <laughs> hard. And I'm sorry, the phrase medical wig is not the way to bring this up. No. Just say like high quality wig. Done. Well, they couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, because now they're above lying to Bianca. <laughs> she has a very impressive fine line of clearly not being okay with the situation while giving them very little that they can hold against her. She gives full nooch in this whole thing. And Ken is like, well, to put on a wig, you put your fingers there. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know how to put on wow. a wig. Wow. Okay. The phrase, this is really hurting me, I feel defeated. Oh, that's rough and this would be one of those full it kind of remind me of the jl situation where it's just like they didn't think ahead and put a girl through full torture that they will take credit for in a positive way later oh absolutely absolutely i think it's wild that they gave bianca two post makeover <gasps> pictures <laughs> y'all this wig that they give her was not for a woman of color this wig was for a white, white woman. It's flat in all the wrong places. And it even looks like the lace is the wrong color. Yeah. Yeah, this was just... They were so not prepared for this. No, and the fact that they try to pull off that he specially designed this wig for you, when exactly... When exactly would that have happened? That got pulled out of a drawer yeah, in the salon. Very clearly. Chantal, I thought, looked like Anna Ferris, Anna Ferris in her photo. The bangs work. The bangs really work on Chantal. Oh, yeah. She got one of the better ones for sure, which is kind of funny because she was one of the most concerned. Yeah. And finally, Salisha's mushroom hat. <laughs> There's a... W okay, I'm going to be... I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> Y'all, I need to try. I need to stay positive. I need to be toxic positive. <laughs> I <laughs> think there's a way this could have worked. I don't mind the texture of the hair. Sure. Well, I'm done. <laughs> I feel like I just feel like sometimes when she's playing with it in the in the mirror later, you're like, oh, 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 <laughs> and then it goes away. It also feels like later someone cut it. 
and it seems smaller later. Mm-hmm. It just feels like the largest phallic head on top of her head. You mean like a mushroom? <laughs> yes. Oh. It also just feels like it has this a bit like it will only be different for a minute and then it just goes back to what it is. Like, yeah. She, she can't mess it up. She can't do any. It'll stay messed up for like 45 seconds and then it just falls back to its natural, natural state. This weave has the properties of an Alex Mac. <laughs> <laughs> my sister Annie thinks I'm a science project. But my best friend Ray thinks it's cool. I can't believe I know that whole monologue. My parents don't know. <laughs> um, okay, there's another sad Bianca thing that reveals so much truly. Because her mother told her that once you cut your hair, you're ugly. And that's something her mother told her when she was young. <laughs> and then cut to white privilege Chantal and Jenna. I mean, like, blondes fun. Blondes have more fun. Blondes have more passive aggression. Yeah. <laughs> because Bianca is upset and says she looks, she's wearing, she looks like a boy. And Jenna's like, you look like a boy. I'm kidding. With exactly that inflection. Also, Chantal passive like less passive aggressive and more just aggressive i love this i love this chantal on salisha it's totally high fashion and it's gonna help her career maybe (laughs) you know it's messed up chantal don't you do this (laughs) these horses are high right now chantal you are here to learn and you know better we also get a nonsensical tyra male i didn't get this at all can you make your way from the backstage to the front of the modeling industry? Making my way from the backstage <laughs> to the front of the modeling industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't talk enough about Vanessa Carlton anymore. <laughs> right? She kind of has Heather's hair. <laughs> so we arrive in what turns out to be the fashion district. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Bianca is not having Nigel's hello. Everyone else like, hi. And Bianca's, what is this? Except for Sarah. Sarah. has wet those tiny cargo shorts. <laughs> Sarah just like floods. The floodgates are open. Nigel's bottom half is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. He introduces his wife who's so many things a model a makeup artist mother wife it's cute they have cute pictures it's Kristen, not at all spelled like you would think barker but then her tyron says or she's chrissy sometimes yeah well i think that's just like friendship why is her tyron though makeup artist maybe that's what she mostly does or it's just the most appropriate for this challenge. She does come back in future cycles for a lot of the makeup challenges. I do think that's like her main focus, but who cares? Sure. Because we get the return of Brent Power. I was going to ask you how big your boner got in this next part. Brent Power <laughs> made me both a grower and a shower. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my God. But I love the way. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I have a theory. Conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. I think he's the third in their marriage. <laughs> Ooh! Because the way they are so familiar with each other, and also the way Kristen and Brent are dressed like they're siblings about to take <laughs> a holiday photo. <laughs> they, they were giving me very uh, Bill Hader and Kristen yes! Wiig in the Skeleton yes! Twins energy. Yes! What a delicious theory. I love this one. Oh my God, but Brent is so great. I have a conspiracy theory. I think the 
video we saw before is the covergirl.com magic mirror makeover. Oh. <laughs> it's the same app. That's the, Brit lended the technology out. <laughs> yes, but it was never meant to be on a TV screen. It was only meant to be on 2007 laptops. He, he was like, oh, sure, you can borrow it, but just to let you know, like, it's not ready for camera. And they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can we talk about whoever did the copy editing on the revamped <gasps> Girl <gasps> website? <laughs> Because my favorite thing about this entire website is big in the left-hand corner, like the title, the three words with this punctuation, what's new, period, now, exclamation point. <laughs> Man, this relaunch, i not ready. Also, I want to talk about the relaunch. Was it down? Did something happen or did Brent come in and was like, I'm fixing it? I think that. I think Brent came in and was like, this is not working. (laughs) Nigel can't like, this is why Nigel doesn't do a lot of the hosting stuff. He does these little like running fist for everything that he says. Like he does not know what to do with his hands, which is funny, which may be because there's a camera dot in them. And he's like, I need a camera. Or he's not sitting behind a desk where he can put his hands flat. Yeah. This should be a very simple challenge. The most simple, truly. <laughs> variation that we've seen a million times. And yet somehow I was confused. Yes. Okay. Number one, they are forced to go through a labyrinth of clothing racks. This unnecessarily. Clothing racks are my biggest question. Okay. So the, it's your standard makeup challenge. They have to do dramatic eye and glossy lip. They're all going to have to put on makeup at the same time. They get five minutes and then they. Five minutes. Five minutes. And then they have to How do you do change and put on shoes and be out on the runway. And they made it seem like someone didn't make it in time, although I guess he did. Whatever. But he says they're going to have to go through racks of clothing yeah. to find the thing that they're supposed to wear. And they show many racks of clothing yeah. with many outfits. Yeah. I thought this was going to end up being a fashion show where they had three looks each and it ended up being a quick change behind the scenes or something. But apparently this is closer to the shoe challenge in the arena where they were just trying to find like a thing. But it turns out that they all were supposed to be wearing the same thing. Yeah. Also, before we get into this, I was very uncomfortable by Nigel making all these women get into these robes and flip flops. (laughs) And I understand why for the challenge. Yeah. But it was just a very like, all right, ladies, let's get comfy. (laughs) (laughs) And also because he was watching it. It seemed like he was like, I don't know. Nigel didn't need to be in the room. <laughs> I love that I didn't realize, because I guess I'm repressing it, that Celicia had won two challenges. Also, the girls in this, uh, th- th- this cycle's interesting because it feels like the collective group mind picks an enemy every episode. Yes. And we've had it be Heather, yes. and now it's Celicia. This is the takedown mm-hmm. Celicia episode. We're tired of the winning. We don't want it anymore. And everyone, even Lisa later, just says, glad Celicia didn't win. Who cares? As long as Celicia didn't win. And wins what, you may ask? Their look uploaded into the CoverGirl makeup mirror. <laughs> and I think they get to do, like, a tutorial video? There's no evidence of that happening, but... Which, truly, they did pick the right winner for this. <laughs> well, okay. This is, I'm also going to call shenanigans. So Jana comes out in the wrong dress because she couldn't find her dress. Jenna comes out with no shoes. They don't remark mm-hmm. on it. Also, I didn't think made it on the runway in time. She the didn't. way the editing made it seem like she didn't. Also, why did they all have to do like a quick runway walk too? 
that was the unnecessary part as well. Yeah, especially because they were all like on top of one another because they were all running to get there. Uh, right. So this makeup, usually with the makeup challenges, I can barely tell a difference, truly. I just can't. I don't have an eye for it. Ambriel layered so much eye makeup you know onto her face. No, 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 no. They asked for a bold eye. Dramatic. And that is what Ambriel delivered. Okay. Yeah. They That's also fair. don't know her name. No. Red Power fully calls her Ambrawl. Ambrawl. Not great. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I didn't notice that. <laughs> I love the confidence of someone being like, Ambrawl seems right. <laughs> I got this. Everyone, I got this. Don't correct me. Don't worry, my lovers. I've got this. (laughs) I also will say this. She didn't have dramatic look. I also think for having, quote, no experience, Victoria looked fine. She looked like everyone else. Yeah. But our winner. The way they announced this winner. Because they took a gamble on a winged eye. (laughs) Was Sarah. (laughs) Well, and they're like, Janet, you were great. I loved it. Wrong dress. So Sarah wins. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, like, the winged eye was cute. I love Sarah's reaction sentence. I'm the winner. There is only one, and it is me. <laughs> Did we all see how tiny these wings were? They were. This is the tiniest little wing I've ever seen. You, really had, to, it was you, just, had, to, you had to lean in. She had five minutes. Yeah, because at first I was like, where is this eye? She didn't get the oh. paintbrush that Ambrielle found somewhere. <laughs> this is a bad price, too. This is a bad price. Yeah. I hate that we just never see any of this stuff. Like, it just makes it all feel so fake. This Tyramel is the dirtiest thing they've ever oh, done. Mike, who was writing these? This, this needs to be censored. <laughs> it also gives these women the wrong idea. And reinforces, reinforces such a sexist, disgusting thing that we need to, as a society, decide is not okay to say uh-huh. anymore. Are you ready to be deflowered? That's the way they wanted. That's the way they wanted to let them know that they were going to be doing nature and flower stuff. You couldn't say, I hope your be- beauty's in bloom. Yeah. Who's ready to blossom? Yeah. Are you going to blossom in the competition or wilt away? <laughs> also, like, it's the opposite. On top of being sexist and disgusting, it's the opposite of what happens. Oh. They are flowered. <laughs> they are not deflowered. They're beflowered, if anything else. <laughs> I, what about this? Would a rose by any other name smell as fierce? There's so many ways Whoa. to do this. All these women, all their reactions are like, Ew. No one wants they to do this. They immediately jump to nudity also. They're like, oh, we're going to be naked. They weren't wrong. To which Jenna drops maybe one of the few F-bombs <laughs> we ever get. <laughs> they have to censor so much of Jenna's huge lips, as we talked about. <laughs> I think the reason they thought it was nudity actually was not the deflower part, but I think because we know they are giving them information that we're not reading on the tire mail. They told them, don't wear panties, don't wear a bra. Like, Oh, maybe. Because they didn't want the lines. Maybe. And so they're just kind of like, let's just tell them that. And they all assume nudity. For the cycle that has been branded the green cycle, the way that all of these people go about describing plants <laughs> is baffling. <laughs> because the next day at the photo shoot, Mr. J says... You girls are going to be various flowers and plant life. And then later at panel, Tyra says flowers and things from the ground or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Which one of them is neither. Can I just say this, though? I, d- categorization aside, 
just like with the makeovers, I actually, I, I wanted like a precursor. I think this is overall one of the like, this is a photo shoot that makes so much sense to me. And the things they also choose for people do have an associated feeling or idea. Yeah. I have another conspiracy theory. Sutan decided on this photo shoot. Sutan Creative directed this photo shoot. You think because of the renderings he created? I think the renderings, the backstage gossip of Jay coming on at the last second, like they weren't prepared. So they had already started this process. And that's also why I think it's quite good and like correct with the well girls matched. is because yeah yeah i love seeing those renderings those are cool oh yeah the photographer is lionel de louis from france who is le gros yeah he was a real creepy uncle yeah 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 wasn't the worst we've ever had not the best i kind of liked him better in panel actually yeah why did he have a little lamb on his camera Maybe I was about to say that's his, you know, his um, familiar. <laughs> mm. He does a little squeak like, here, model. <laughs> Baba. Baba. Also made him more creepy because at the yeah. end of Janet's shoot, Janet goes early. Also full runway walks out in her mostly <laughs> nude hydrangea look, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And she gets better as the shoot goes along. And then Mr. J says to her, see, he got excited at the end. <laughs> no, thank you. One of the weird things, again, they don't do the thing we used to, lo- I really liked in Top Model where they stood him in line and says, you're going to be this and you're going to be this. I yes. miss that. They also, I think this is a weird choice. In the bottom, the Tyron, when it says their name and what they are, they always put it in quotations, which always makes it sound like they're saying like, sunflower. <laughs> But, like, not a sunflower. (laughs) So, Bianca is a sunflower. And she does better today. And Mr. J says, maybe sometimes it takes a complete emotional breakdown to build yourself up. (laughs) Words to not live by. (laughs) This was for you. You're better now. They do that a lot. They'll do that to Celicia later in the cycle, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, they're really giving themselves credit. Like, misery makes a model. Um, like you said janet is hydrangea um Mm. one of the more specific ones that we get just because like that's the only one that i looked up to see what that actually looks like oh heather is weeds which she's very excited about i love that she says this it's not a hundro true but i like it she's like everyone else is a princess and i'm a witch (laughs) (laughs) that's what she looks like too i'm not disagreeing yeah it's it's full like someone's take on the wicked alphabet makeup for sure yes aren't you proud of me yeah mm, musical theater mm. reference i know it'll be the only one mr j also in trying to like get heather to a place says what do weeds do they attack your garden and i'm like <laughs> why are we ascribing motives to weeds but again that is also kind of what i like about this shoot is there is an association with this like you're gonna do weeds very different than chantal's baby breath yeah yeah. You know what I mean? I think Which, all yeah. this frizz and pretty, and then Sha- so Sutan goes, all this frizz and pretty, and Chantal just gets hot. <laughs> Chantal would have said that to anything. Like uh-huh. she's just so yeah. uh, all all this all this mud and cheese hot. <laughs> I think Lisa gets one of the worst ones. Oh, really? She gets the mascot of bamboo. I don't. I I guess because the end result picture I like. I just think there's kind of nothing for... What are you supposed to do? I fi- it's like hard grass. Yeah, I get that. I just... I think we associate bamboo with, like, strength. 
like it's actually something that you can like sure. make things Build out with. of. And also, just be grateful that it just didn't go in a cultural stereotype direction. <gasps> yeah, it, it bordered on it, but it didn't. Yes, it, that's it true. bordered, but I really don't think it did. Yeah, Salisha got two lips because of her haircut. Yep, and I will say this: Salisha's defense. Ambriel was in charge of her makeup and gave her the most dramatic eye. And she was like, a lot of pink. It's a forehead. It was not eye. It was, it was forehead. Everywhere, it was though. Half the head. It was yeah, half of her head. Just from lip up. You know, like those comically big powder puffs that they <laughs> yes. used? To, that's what it felt like happened. Then Sarah got the worst one Ivy. I also, I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you, Alexander. I don't think any of these were like the bad one. I agree. So, no, what I'm saying is I think the setups they gave them uh, that they gave Lisa and Sarah were the worst because they were also one of the few that had to really stand up out of the dirt. Like everyone else got kind of like a lower thing mm. and then the two of them just kind of had to like stand there. Mind and it looked the Ivy cuz she had a lot of stuff she could do with it. So, uh side conversation tangent. I recently rewatched uh Batman and, and Robin. Okay. You know what? Aside from George Clooney being the worst, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy is actually camp gold. And go watch it. Oh, go oh, watch yeah. it. That is that is standard by now. We have de- we have decided we have rewritten history. That we have decided that <laughs> is our uh, almost our best Poison Ivy now. Poison Ivy is sort of a foolproof character. We won't get into it. That's a different podcast. <laughs> but um, so one of the things about Celicia that happens this conversation is she claims, and I think this is a bold-faced lie, that she was, quote, looking through the magazines, and so many girls have this cut. I've seen no one with this haircut. Salisha, you don't have to, you don't have to, you can just say, like, hey, I've gotten used to it. Like, you don't have to. I'm, I'm excited to work it. Whatever. Yeah, I'll make it, I'll work it out. It's new, it's different, I'm learning. Ambriel is roses. And I actually like the petal they did. On mm-hmm. top. I think that was a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Victoria gets set up <laughs> and is cactus. In the bushes, Twinkie's like, make her a cactus. <laughs> also, it looks like Victoria gets fully buried. It looks like she's like not safe in the ground. To be fair, based on Victoria's photo shoot, she might have been like, I'm going to be a ball. <laughs> she's also got a new word to describe the whole process, which is ludicrous. And is she wrong, though, about no. high fashion? She's not. No. No. She just maybe shouldn't have let that word escape her lips on camera. Yeah. Again, she's not a game player like Mila before her. She just wants to put on sneakers and a t-shirt and go to the library. <laughs> she did not know where that sentence was going to. And I just want to go to the library. And to be fair, everyone cackles afterwards. So I think that was... Oh, no. She was totally being cute, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, at the table, she's having so much fun with these girls. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Jenna gets moss. Which is neither growing from the ground or a flower. And again, though, but I'm like, yeah, the setup makes sense. You, you, you're going to do stuff on tree. No, I liked her setup. Ebony gets birds of paradise, which similar to hydrangea is just like one of the choices, like a yes. big ass choice all of a sudden. And afterwards. Hold up, hold up. Before you go into this, <laughs> Ebony, is it when they tell Ebony in French and English that she did well and she says, gracias. I love that, actually. <laughs> I think, again, I think Ebony is low-key being funny. She's I like, agree. Oh, English, I'll say it in Spanish. I thought, I was just like, ugh. 
I just, no, it was great. I can't believe, I, I don't think I've ever had such a journey with someone where I realized I would have never noticed this my first watch through. I was too young, no. too immature, not an adult to see what's happening to Ebony and how she is being treated. Because then, it, like, the photographer's complimenting her, and Jay's like, no, she's not good. She became good. I'm like, let her have it. Also, she's done fine. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's been such a quick turnaround from, like, when you think about how she was on the audition episode. Yeah. What a 180. Mm-hmm. And how we feel. And also how, how she seems to be getting along with the rest of the contestants. Yeah. Seems mostly fine. Yeah. Like, you don't hear about a, a bunch of drama. You know that improv game where it's you in the middle and then it's one person on either side and mm-hmm. you've got to hold a conversation with both? Yes. Chantal won't. <laughs> <laughs> she gets really upset about this and I kind of get it, but part of me is also like, all right, Chantal, I think you're wanting this so much is clouding your ability to just act human. I just think that Jay and Lionel got a mm-hmm. little too into, like they were giving full conflicting messages and also seem to be fighting with each other on set. And it's so, I kind of appreciate that Chantal was like, hi, this is happening. Can we address this thing that's happening that's causing me to not, I love that she was like, I didn't need either of them. I can do it alone. I just imagine Chantal in her massive wantingness energy, just setting up the camera herself, putting on her own makeup. I've seen this before. I'll click it myself. I'll do it. This is why she did rock climbing demon. She has that energy. (laughs) I did love Heather holding Chantal's hand while she cried though. That was so sweet. Yeah. But you know, Heather can't relate to anybody. No, it's impossible. How? Victoria and Chantal later were at the house. Victoria and Chantal are having two fully different conversations with one another. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of them are listening to what the other person is I did think it was really funny when Victoria, with sympathy but also humor, was like, you were not the best baby's breath you could be. Because <laughs> that's funny. That is objectively funny. And yeah. Chantal was like, yeah, and that destroyed me. And you're just like, Chantal! <laughs> like, <laughs> we're having fun. <laughs> you're not even going to be in the bottom two for this. <laughs> like, well, they're making the storyline, though, that it's Victoria v. Chantal. Yeah, they really are. They really are. Speaking of passive aggression, are you sure that you do want to be a model, Victoria? Wow. Wow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This Tyra photo 
has some of the least relation to the challenge that we've ever seen. And literally, it could have been Tyra holding a bouquet of flowers and it had been more related. What flower is she supposed to be? And why is she bald? Well, she's definitely not supposed She's just in a field that I think is supposed to have flowers, but it's yeah. so dark. She's the gray, poofy cloud from which the rain comes that makes the flowers grow. Ooh, I like that storyline. Yeah. Speaking of storylines... <laughs> Bianca decides to remind us that the wig's a thing after uh, everyone's forgotten about it. Uh, like, I, om- I kind of love that she wore it, though, just to be like, you see what you did? <laughs> oh, that's the full energy of it. You see what you did? Especially because Tyra does the thing that she always does in the makeover episodes where she tells them how good they all look. And then she goes, you guys look stunning. Yeah. <laughs> And then talks about the prices. I'll be interested to see if we ever return to this salon because this is our first time there, right? Mm. I think yes. this is a full fail. I think this was just like... This is second coming of Nico. And who knows whose fault it was ultimately. It's clearly not Dawn Patton's. It's no. everyone else's though. How did we feel about Tyra's pleather and lace and peplum look? Not her best, not her worst. Nah. Not her best, not her worst. She has one of her best ones next episode. How do we feel about her intros? For the judges this week, Not good. Nigel looking so hot. So hot. Miss J noticed the afro about an inch longer with no other context. <sighs> and imagine, if you will, I'll let I'll let Hannah say it. But imagine, if you will, that Hannah's addressing me, and I'm a legendary supermodel who has been on the show for four years. Twiggles, twiggles, twiggy. <sighs> it's almost like Tyra's making fun of her. It's weird, right? It's a weird energy. Freudian, perhaps? And maybe uh, she thought she was on an episode of Punk since Lionel is dressed as Ashton Kutcher. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh man. I can't wait to talk about Prickly Gate. <laughs> this is what Tyra calls it. Different types of natural things growing out of the ground. She's trying so hard to make this category work. <laughs> I would also like to point out that this is on the Tumblr where we see the photos. Mm-hmm. It just says, what's the photo she called? Plants. Because that's the name you could say. That's so easy. <laughs> so easy. So easy. And breezy. Uh, Victoria is up first. Prickly gate. Prickly gate. Prickly <laughs> gate. Well, they first tell her to be more relaxed with her makeover. Scruff it up some. Which is kind of a thing they'll do for a lot of them. Yes. Yeah. They go to the photo and Miss J immediately zooms in on the wrinkles in her neck that occur from looking over her shoulder. Mm. This is full bullshit because this is clearly not Victoria's best photo. This could not have been her best photo. Mm. I Here's the thing, though. Even despite that, I don't hate it. Like, I feel like it actually does give you cactus because cactus is another one of those that's like, like upright and 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 like stern almost. She's very project projecting like a don't fuck with me energy. Yeah, which is kind of like what it should be. Also, I'm gonna say this right now. I couldn't find it, but I promise you this is true. That afterwards there was a- another photo, and who I can't remember if it was someone else who did it or whatever it was, but there was someone who photoshopped out those neck wrinkles and. 
part uh, and they were like this was apparently originally her photo but they used the non-photoshopped one for the show that's an actual conspiracy theory situation because i cannot find it this was back in the days of live journal that's how all this reference is but let's talk about this let's really break this down okay because twiggy says it's interesting that they chose cactus for victoria because she's a yeah tyra twiggy no twiggy picked this twiggy. <laughs> Um, because you're quite prickly and Victoria cuts her off and says let's get one thing straight I'm not prickly it's like ooh aren't you ooh feels feels like you fell into the twiggy trap (laughs) the twap (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness and then this starts this whole like the only storyline we've even given Victoria again Mm. and she's making a distinction she says I'm not a quiet mouse you, you've tried to call me two different things, and I'm not either of those things. No. You mm. said I was shy and insecure, and now I'm prickly? Yeah. And it just feels like Victoria's actually trying to have a conversation. Yes. Is she going about it necessarily in the best possible way? I can't no, really say. probably not. Not but, from what we see in the episode. Yeah. But I, I think her photo's fine. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Sarah's next. I love Sarah's. I think it's quite good. I think she looks like Alicia Silverstone. Ooh, I can it's see the that mouth. for sure. It both goes down and up. I just think her body shape is so perfect for what this is. I agree. And she really looks like she is of the ivy, yes. Mm-hmm. I love the way just, just, just a little bit of it is like over her left side of her face. Mm-hmm. I think this is incredibly successful. Yeah. Lisa is next. And Tyra does not like her makeover. Weird. Hmm. And says, if you survive, I'd love to see it straightened out. So now that's on Lisa to do. Uh But it also wasn't the makeover they even gave her. When she left the salon, her hair was in little ringlets. So she did what she was supposed to do, which is come to panel with the makeover. She was no Natasha. She didn't slick those bangs up. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the thing is that Tyra has so much to say about so many of these makeovers, and you can almost see Tyra making the note, never this salon again. I mean. Mm -hmm. I love Lisa's photo. She's such a good model. She is a good model. There's one thing I don't like about it. Is it the crotch area? Yeah, 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 yeah. So remember the movie Evil Dead? Yes. Yes, it is that. (laughs) It is for sure that. Yeah. I was just like, I mean, that's clearly not her fault, but like... I was like, you could have just used the waist one. We didn't need this leg one. Or it could have been further down. They shoved, I get it, it looks good, but they shoved leaves into just a belt that they put the belt under her boob. This could have just been oh, I didn't even notice. a closer up shot also. It's like, guys, if you didn't have a good plan for her lower half, just don't show it. Yeah, yeah, you could crop. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have the ability. We have the technology. But oh my God, her, her face. So good. Oh. So good. Her hair looks good here. They style it well at the shoot. I yeah. Think. They do some fun things with a lot of the girls' hair, actually, to make it, like, related to the overall flower. It's a little, like, Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Like, early 2000s Halle Berry. Sure, I can see that. Yeah. Celicia is next. Woof. <gasps> this might be one of the worst photos in Top Model. Yeah. Alicia has not actually taken a fully good photo yet. No. In this cycle. But she hasn't taken a fully bad photo yet either until... Until this one. Absolutely not. 
this is like this face <laughs> like it it literally looks like she was caught between two shots i was waking up this morning and I picked up my phone and I caught a reflection of my face, like just as I was waking up. And I was like, huh. And it, it kind of looked like this expression. Yeah. At panel, though, she's just as sleepy. Like she has this, once again, strange energy, like super cash. I have a feeling, though, once again, that this was not her best photo. I just, if it is the best photo, that's really worrisome. I'll also say she got some of the worst styling. Oh, for sure. She just has a blanket wrapped around her. It's a very strange photo with the like super blurry close-up flowers in the foreground. Also, she's pulling her skirt up again. This seems to be a thing that Salisha does, kind of, that we haven't talked about, is like, sexualizing these photos that she's in sometimes. I think that might be if I'm trying to give her like the benefit of a doubt, which I am because I'm about to say this thing that's the benefit of a doubt. <laughs> I think she gets told so much like commercial, commercial, commercial that maybe, maybe. she's trying to high fashion it and she's just like, maybe. Eh, her that's sexy. And I'm sorry, these tulip boobles, <laughs> the one that's just like so sad and wants to leave is her her left her left tulip boobs are like ready for lunch <laughs> they're like ready to go it makes her look like her breasts are incredibly asymmetrical yeah. and they're absolutely not this is this is such a disastrous photo so bad oh my god jenna's up next we talked and, about it before oosh. this this fucking hair oosh the, the, panel. the photo though oh uh, the photo is sexy and moss could have gone poorly mm-hmm. i do i love the weird like moss jewelry they gave her yes <laughs> the big like clump of moss ring like she has a tiny topiary on her hand yes do you want to buy it that's the point of a picture is to buy it i want a moss ring now i would buy that moss ring you know that's on etsy you know it is mm. you know someone makes those moss rings but yeah she looks stunning Lionel says when you get signed and i know you're gonna get signed i'm gonna use you what uh, a compliment yeah also what a practical uh, objective compliment right mm. janet is next Talk about sexy. Ooh, I need my fan. <laughs> but then, y'all, we get this the little seed of Janet's storyline going yep. forward. Yep. Oh, good plant pun, by the way. Yes, a decision, a decision got made in this panel room. Yep. Mm-hmm. I even came up with a little song about it. Ooh. She's Janet with an E, not Janet with an I, because Janet with an E goes et, not it. It's E instead of I, et instead of it. Simplicity gets C, Janet. Nice. Wow. Very well done. Good. Get ready for our Cycle 10 theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so they're basically like, oh, Liza Minnelli, Liza Minnelli, Liza Minnelli. I like the Liza thing, actually. Oh, Liza, Liza, Liza. She doesn't look like Liza Minnelli in this photo at all. No. No. I will say this, and they do it in every photo. Janet in real life should also like mess her hair up a lot more. Yeah. They literally do it in every photo shoot. But Janet gets another one of her quick, succinct, almost curt responses because they talk about how much they like the photo, reasonably so. And then Tyra's like, Your film, though, I didn't like it. And Janet goes, No. <laughs> too posy. It was too posy. Too posy. I'll work on it. Got it. Cool. Uh, Janet's the kind of, uh, Janet gives me the energy sometimes that she starts walking back before she's dismissed. Yes. <laughs> cool. Feels good. Bye. Her body is crazy. Banging. Also, this is the perfect color matching. This, like, the hydrangea, like, pale purple with her 
skin tone and her yeah. hair. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love this it looks, photo. It looks like an like a poster I would have put on my wall for like some sexy fairy that I would have bought at like Spencer Gifts. Mm. That is a compliment. I can see it's a perfume ad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could totally see it as a perfume ad. Absolutely. Ambrielle's next. Ambrielle, who just who they're asking what people are. And she goes, I was a wonderful rose. <laughs> I like the energy though, Ambrielle. Hey, put it out there. Thing, that actually makes sense from something we find out next episode, which is that she's a musical theater major. Yes. Yep. That is a music man reference. Yep. Today you look too corporate. Too corporate. Which just means jacket be gone. <laughs> D-jacket, please. Her photos. <sighs> Her body is cool. Yes. And they compliment that she has a lot of body shapes. You've remembered that roses have thorns. <laughs> Her eyes are real dull. Well, I think this is a problem with Ambriel. I think when Ambriel, I think I may have mentioned it before, when she doesn't engage the camera straight on, her eyes go dead. Mm. She's doing the same eyes, but for some reason there is no connection when she's not straight on the camera. Because when she's straight on, you're like stunning. It's super intense. It's just a little surprising to me because one of the first photos of her that I found so gorgeous was the glam side of the smoking one, which was full profile. Mm. But that was full profile. Mm. Whenever she does this, like, it's three just like quarter situation. three quarter, mm. her eyes disappear. And I don't yeah. know. She looks a little bored in the face. But the body, I like the story that mm-hmm. she has come to life and is like getting herself out of the forest. Yeah. It looks like she's actually plucking herself from the ground. Yeah. I almost think she could have grabbed that right hand, like, onto the rose or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Ooh. But it's like, it's rough. It's not good. Heather comes up uh, auditioning for the reboot of The Craft. <laughs> it works for her. It, it does. does. It does. And this is, as JW mentioned, this photo is full, like, no, alphaba. Can we stop down and have a full conversation about this black bracelet in the <laughs> foreground of Heather's photo? It's a sprinkler what? head. What on earth, pun intended, is... The, like clearly this would be an ad for that one bracelet she also has pearls on for some reason but it, but it looks like they're lit from within <laughs> yes heather's inner light is making <laughs> those work but those to me look like okay okay those are a little natural this bracelet is obtrusive like a weed oh no. i just don't get i don't like <laughs> i don't like that they got rosemary sprigs coming out of her eyebrow <laughs> and she got like full green no one else got fully other than salicia I, I was about to say salicia <laughs> yeah, now. salicia begs to differ <laughs> she does a really good job bringing the mood that they wanted of the photo across absolutely and she gets through the makeup mm-hmm. Yep. And Tyra says of her, you are blending in with the weeds, but not getting lost by them. Wow. Them. Lost in the weeds, Tyra. <laughs> lost by the weeds. She's, um, <laughs> Heather was, was very good at her server job. Wasn't getting lost in the weeds. <laughs> staying on top of her two Never top. Got you know what I mean? <laughs> Bianca's next. Tries to take a cue from Ambrielle and says, I was a sunny sunflower. <laughs> What's that a reference to, y'all? Is that an Oklahoma reference? <laughs> I'm Sunny Rose, I am, I am. Exactly, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Thank you for going there with me. <laughs> oh God, I'm choking. Oh my God, and his name was Larry Moss. <gasps> Guys, it's finally all coming together. Weeds were planted long ago. <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. Anyway, her phone is not good. Well, okay. They first make her throw the wig at Tyra as almost like a, which I don't care about, but like a fuck you to Ken Pavis's medical <laughs> wig. But they're like, throw it away. Look how great you look. She's like, um, great. This photo is like sexy Ann Gerber. Or is that what? <laughs> Ann, uh, who's the one Gettys. that takes? Ann Gettys. Ann Gettys. Yes. This is like a, a sexy Ann Gettys photo. And I don't like it at all. <laughs> Why Why did they give her those three petals <laughs> haphazardly stuck on her head? You needed more or none? <laughs> also, they're like, not how sunflower petals grow. No. Or give her like a crown of them. I'm going to say this, and I don't think this will be a popular opinion. I actually don't mind her face that much. It's the face combined with the left arm that's like, Hi. <laughs> oh, the full RuPaul arm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and may the, be- may the best flower win. Bloom. <laughs> I don't mind the face either. I think she looks a lot more alive in the face in this photo than she has Agreed. before. Do we need to, a, a comparison to Ambriel? Did we need that? No. That was unnecessary. It doesn't even make sense. No, at all. Maybe because she said Sunny Sunflower. (laughs) Maybe everyone did and they didn't edit them in. Maybe (laughs) Victoria came up full energy. I was a prickly cactus. (laughs) I was a cantankerous cactus. (laughs) Chantal is next. This looks like we caught her mid-blink. I liked this photo. I'm just, okay, here's what I think happened with this photo. I actually think it's very middle of the road. I don't think it's as disastrous as people say. I think they had an idea in their head of what baby's breath should be. Mm. And Chantal's not giving them that. No. And then it became like, well, she's not giving us this super, super soft ethereal moment. So it's wrong. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's not amazing. She got the most set. Y'all, there's a butterfly in this that photo. Butterfly. The butterfly is the star of that photo. Woo. Also, this is very airbrush on a van look. Like this whole vibe of this photo. Oh, sure, 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 sure. But yeah, it's not. I kind of like the, what they did with her hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's not bad. It's just not. It kind of has the same issue for me that Ambriel's does, where there's just kind of nothing happening. Yeah. Yeah. But without the cool body positioning right i almost wanted like a hand in her hair or something something mm. like ooh, oh yeah or just like a baby could she find a baby just suck on her thumb or oh. pull her two pigtails <laughs> all right and ebony is up last the styling is terrible i think her body looks great in this photo i actually really love the pose too mm. yeah I really don't like her face in this photo. Oh, I don't mind her face in this photo. I wish her lip were slightly less curled. Just That's what slightly. I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I do like how she occupies the space of the photo. Yes. She got no set. Zero set. And a, you can see the knot of them wrapping the fabric. Yeah. This was like, why did she get any of these actual flowers around her like all the other girls did? She took the makeup really well, I think. Yeah. If you're trying to... Yeah, she does. You know, if this was a story, this feels to me like 
you're exploring in the forest and this is like a magical creature that you happen upon, but it's mm. like a queen of something. It's like, mm, mm. I don't know. I just love the attitude of this photo. I can see what you're saying about the face. I just think if we're comparing hands, like that left hand has such a nice little like oh, curl to it. I love the left hand. I'm just saying, if you look at both the eye, or if you look at the eyes, nose, and lip, it's a little, she smelled a fart. Mm, mm. Maybe she did. If the eyes were just slightly more activated, mm-hmm. I think she could have the lip. Or yeah. if she didn't curl the lip, the eyes and the... You know, like, for some reason, all... It doesn't all work too, for you. Yeah, it's all too tight. It doesn't all work for you. I get that. Okay. But it's time to get into what's wrong with Ebony. Oh, my fucking God. <sighs> because Nigel really wants to like her as a person, too. I will say, the impression is not terrible. If it were done in a different spirit... This was the moment, right, where, like, Tyra comes out and shows her what she looks like. Yes. So there's something really fun about this. I love that she actually sits down with Tyra. I love that Twiggy is so into this. Twiggy's, like, saying hello to Ebony back there and stuff (laughs) like that. And again, Tyra is exaggerating, but it's not not what she does with her mouth. No, the mouth, the feet were wrong. Well, yeah, Yeah. she doesn't do that whole, like, like... Baby doll. I got a pee moment. No. But it's, but again, like you said... If this had been done with, like, a playful spirit, Mm -hmm. this could have proved a lesson. But just, man, like, Ebony is already broken down. Stop breaking her down. Yeah, if you were actually trying to set her up to succeed, Mm -hmm. then if you had done this with a more sort of playful, fun spirit to it, I think it could have actually been effective. Yeah. But it always just becomes, please smile. Well, and they're like... We can't even acknowledge the picture because we hate your gut so much. It's just, we have had people who came across worse in person. Ebony is not the worst. Per- I, don't, I don't. No. I don't. She just seems really uncomfortable. Yes. She doesn't, she doesn't seem rude or mean or anything. She just seems <laughs> uncomfortable. I have a working theory that I'm going to uh, play around with for the rest of Ebony's time on the show that Ebony wants to be eliminated. <laughs> well. And she's not going to let it. And she's just like, honestly like trying to burn it down but she's too naturally good of a model to like actually let that happen because i just i truly think she's just like yeah cool these notes i'm never gonna do this Mm. nope i want to leave i don't like this well now is the time for the judges to discuss their beautiful little flowers and decide which one of you is going to be plucked and deflowered and plucked private panel y'all let's start and have a conversation about weight and Sarah, and I'm going to love that y'all, wow, are actually saying that losing weight is bad. Oh, wow. Wow. You've got to be able to understand your own beauty and embrace it. I think that's such a good message. <sighs> such a good message. <laughs> such a good message. You know why Sarah is probably losing weight? Besides the stress of the competition and the fact that she's in a different environment, she was definitely one of the smokers and you made her quit. Uh-huh. And her body's probably changing because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Sarah has done great. And the fact that she's lost a little bit of weight now, like, this is coming out of nowhere. And I think it's so, I think part of them were like, maybe Sarah will be our first plus size winner. And they're like mad that she's like taking that away from them or something. Well, this came up in auditions where she was like, I want to be a normal size person. I want to represent the size that I am. Real size, Mm -hmm. as they Mm -hmm. said. This is nothing. This is not knew about Sarah. This is how she came into this competition. Uh, yeah, this is don't act like this is something that she didn't prepare you for. Yeah, no, it's total bullshit. It's... Ugh. I was pleasantly surprised with Nigel 
standing for Ambriel. Someone finally, but because Twiggy fucking hates Ambriel. I have no idea why. Also, Twiggy, pick one person to hate at a time. Victoria's right there for you right now. <laughs> and you know, you know what Victoria's real problem is? Despite <laughs> the fact she's smart, she's not wise. Oh, she's not. She's blur, like blur, twenty blur. years old. Does she's not wise? None of us are. I'm thirty, mm, and I'm not wise. <laughs> <laughs> The photographer loves Ebony, and I love it. Okay, I love it. I love it. When the photographer guest on panel loves a girl because he or she or they do not give a shit about, like, uh, what the drama is, what the in-person is. They're just Uh like, but she's a good model, right? And she was cool on set. Great. (laughs) That's all a photographer needs. Did we catch the moment where Twiggy says about Janet that she thinks a fashion model is taking shape and Tyra... Threw a dagger with her eyes at Twiggy. Right? Ooh. <laughs> but you know what? Thank God Bianca's makeover went wrong. Because it's the best thing that could have happened to her. Rewriting history in front of us. She <laughs> took out a typewriter. It was like... Baby's breath is so easy to do. Duh. Be soft and pretty. All of these are such easy concepts. They're ludicrous. We know they are. So when all the judges talk about Salisha's terrible picture, Tyra says it's just a disappointment and it's sad to see such a vibrant, young and beautiful girl in front of us, but it just doesn't translate. And I'm like, stop trying to make Salisha happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild the hoops they're jumping through to like keep her in the running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This level of investment. I'm trying so hard to not let like the Salisha reputation. Sure. To like, like really like, you know, uh, uh, translate into my opinions episode by episode, but it's hard to ignore. The show is not making it easy to ignore. Yeah, that's what I mean. So who's getting snip, snip, snip pruned? <laughs> that I kind of liked. <laughs> Jenna tried desperately to fix her hair while she was backstage. <laughs> this was the moment of the episode where I noticed that the geodes had been taken out of yes, the judging tape. I also saw... They're, they're changing this panel room what all the time. What is happening? I don't know. Why can't they figure out this panel set? Maybe conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. They have to break it down and put it back up every <laughs> night for some reason. <laughs> this becomes a senior center. It's in the fashion district, apparently. <laughs> and they have to put it back up and sometimes they're just like, ah, we forgot a part. They're doing it on the set of a pre-existing play or movie. <laughs> yes, ah! yes, yes. They're double booked with another production. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That Ambriel is starring in. <laughs> Call out order. Jenna. Yeah. Sarah. Love. Heather. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Janet. Way down the fucking list. I would have made her third. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of good photos this week, though. Like I said, this is overall successful. Yeah. Ambrielle. Then Ebony, all the way near ass the bottom. Mm. Bianca. Chantal. Mm -hmm. Leaving us Celicia versus Victoria. Victoria, who absolutely does not deserve, based on pictures, to be in the bottom. No! Truly, I would have made it Celicia v. Chantal, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the ADR of this comparison. This smart girl from Yale who says she has no modeling experience. Can I talk about two quick things before we get into this? Mm -hmm. When Bianca gets her picture, she does the cutest little low five with Janet. (laughs) 
Yes. I saw that too. <laughs> also, when Salisha and Victoria have to walk up, Salisha dashes up ahead of Victoria, and you see Victoria look at her and go, oh, <laughs> we're running? <laughs> anyway, please continue. The girl that comes into this room is not very appetizing. Gross. Wow. And you know that Victoria's like, okay, now what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't, uh, y'all, I don't know what. When you come to work, you're abrasive. So why, Victoria? <laughs> no, abrasive, like. <laughs> I want to write a book that's titled, So Why, Victoria? <laughs> so why, Victoria? <laughs> but does Celicia have what it takes to become America's Next Top Model? <laughs> does Celicia have what it takes to be America's Next Top Model? <laughs> I, I thought we were going to a commercial break. From the way that was said. <laughs> Tune in next week. Does Felicia have what it takes to be America's next top model? Same tulip time. Same tulip channel. Anyway, Felicia stays. And I love Victoria oh. with the end of the wedding energy where she immediately takes her shoes off. Like Brie before her. Dresses down immediately. And then immediately says no more heels. No more makeup. I don't want to take some other girl's dream. She is finally free to <laughs> not want this. You're a smart girl and you're a beautiful girl. But it's important to listen to what seasoned people have to say without talking back. No way okay? she said that. No way she okay? said that. No way she said that. Okay, hold up. Hold up. I just realized that this is a cycle where we only have two types of contestants. Contestants that are trapped and want to leave. <laughs> and contestants who want this more than the blood inside their veins. Yeah. Get ready, y'all, for a barn burner. Okay. So I, I only am going to focus on one thing. There's not that much update about her. Sure. Like, it, there's a ton of Reddit posts. They're like, what happened to her? And no one can find anything. Yeah. Her name's Victoria Marshman, which why not just make her Marsh in the, in the green shoot? Come on. Yeah. Let her lay on the ground. So there's a, we're going to explore a couple of these with updates because around this cycle, a website called realitytvworld.com always did a little interview. And I guess this cycle didn't have NDAs because the girls just say a ton of stuff. Here's one of the many things that Victoria says. The way it was edited, I did joke around a lot at panel, and I did smile. We had a good dialogue. They just took snippets of the conversation and made it look very, very abrasive. I'd always rather ask questions than smile and nod and look pretty. I'd always rather speak my mind and go home than be a submissive, passive person. Also, she never told any of the girls that she went to yell. She was just like, that doesn't seem to be something that I need to tell anybody. Wow. Wow. She also mentions that she was good friends with Chantal and Jenna, which yeah. clearly, yeah. She said that she wants Jenna or Heather to win because they are great and good role models. But if it was based on pure ability, Chantal, Jenna, Heather, and maybe Ebony. We'll have a little oh. shout out to Ebony. Mm -hmm. She thinks Sarah will win, though, because she's a good model and also a, a plus-size contestant. She says a little bit oh. more eloquently than that, sure, but that's sure. the vibe. Or maybe Celicia will win because she looks like Tyra and walks like her. <gasps> <laughs> so get ready for more. There's so much more. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So when they were getting their makeovers, okay, Victoria found a packet that contained information about her and the other girls, which she assumed she, quote, wasn't really supposed to read, but it couldn't help herself and learned that the producers labeled her as the, quote, smartest girl ever to compete on the show, which meant she wouldn't be easily manipulated. Mm. However, <laughs> what's funny 
And why there's that heavy, heavy ADR, the CW did broadcast was when Banks gave her, like Tyra gave the assessment, she asked the other contestants what they thought. And they all backed Victoria up that she wasn't abrasive, that she wasn't this, that, and the other. But she says it clearly wasn't shown because it makes Tyra lose face. They needed an excuse to eliminate me. And they sort of went with abrasive, inquisitive one, which is fine. I'd rather that as an excuse than something else. And then on a Reddit post where people are trying, this is completely unrelated, on a Reddit post where people were trying to find updates about her and no one could, someone has this perfect comment. Sucks the last time she was seen was in 2011 in an unrelated video about the death of Osama bin Laden. (gasps) And I found some screen caps and essentially she was just interviewed as an American on what her thoughts were on the death of Osama bin Laden. And in the photo, she's randomly in an American flag (laughs) t-shirt. Wow. But anyway, I, Victoria, did not care about spilling some tea. Not at all. And I, that's why there was so much ADR is I, like, Victoria was not going to be gaslit. She refused. And not only was there so much ADR, there was, we didn't talk about it, there were so many hard edits, like just cutting back and forth Mm -hmm. all over the place because they were having to literally cobble this together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. I can't. I can't get over this. Victoria's a contestant. Who knows what she was really like at this point? No. Truly. But I know Victoria has a lot of fans. And I don't think she's, like, bad on the show or whatever. I'm not, like, for what was portrayed on the show proper. I was just, like, Victoria was just kind of, like, there most of the time. Yeah. The funniest thing about her was this war with Twiggy. (laughs) I agree with her that it's better overall that she's not there because she doesn't want to be there. Yeah. I just, she was a fine model, but like, I don't know. We didn't see a lot of her and like, she's, she wasn't what they tried to make her out to be. Clearly we saw evidence to that, but she's not, I'm not going to stand for Victoria either. Became this weird, like bone of contention between the contestant and the show that they sort of tussled over. So you never got a real idea of what was actually happening. They basically had to get rid of her. Like, that was the other thing, too. It's clear that the show was like, well, we need to get rid of Victoria. It's not working. She's, it's taking so much work to make this show and because of her. And it's interesting to me that they didn't just do the standard, it seems like you don't really want to be here, which gets thrown out at a contestant every cycle at some point. <sighs> yeah. I think the problem truly was that she was her never... Photos she, were, her photos were good. <laughs> Like her photos were never top for me, but they were never bad. And they were usually pretty interesting, all things considered. Like you could see her being a model. She just was, she wasn't having enough fun. Right. It worthwhile to have her on the show for longer. Absolutely. And again, because she was not letting the panel bamboozle her Mm -hmm. into saying things that she didn't want to say. I think, again, to your point, Alexander, like, they were like, we got to get rid of her, y'all. We're never going to be able to edit this show the way we want it edited. And if you think I edit the show the way I want it to be edited, (laughs) you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, We we love hearing from you. Uh, We're over that 100 mark. We are, I think I said last time, we're officially the highest rated ANTM even related podcast out there right now which is crazy and it's all really thanks to you guys truly there's gonna be one listener that's like really have you seen this podcast it's gonna have like <laughs> three thousand ratings and you're like whoops uh, you can also send us a letter at 
an email at podleadum.com. You could try to send us a letter, but... Uh... <laughs> Tyra Mail via email. That's what we mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alexander is so old and he loves to call emails letters and it's my favorite thing about him. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm mostly on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter where every tweet's a letter to me <laughs> at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum and hashtag letter whenever you talk about this podcast <laughs> so that I can be shamed more for my quaint nature. It's just so funny because in a previous episode, me and Hannah, who both watch with captions, you were just like, I'm not some old ancient person. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure to write me a letter, handwritten, please. <laughs> Dear Podleadum. <laughs> Dearest Podleadum, <laughs> thine show brings me such joy. I thought to myself today, did I want to be on top it? No, 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 no. So for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jean Ginsburg. I'm Jake W. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 